Ben and Sharon. Here we go, Monday afternoon. It's good to have you with us. Thanks, of course, to our mates at Helen Slime Brothers for the show. Did you have a good weekend, Sharon? Oh, I had a wonderful weekend. I don't know why I did that voice. Obviously, uh, <laughs> developed an accent over the weekend. Who's here no. to judge? Something's different about you today. Is okay. it your Scottish accent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, enough about me. Uh, we've got edge fest tickets to give away at four o'clock, as long as you've got a best friend to take. Uh, but next, uh, something that probably, I think, happened to everyone in New Zealand over the weekend that could have made us all rich. Did, you, did it happen to you too? Yeah, no, it didn't, oh, didn't, didn't happen. I think I was the only person it didn't happen to. Okay, oh. everyone except for Sharon, might have, this might have happened to. We'll get to that next. And Maybe the edge. it was for me. <laughs> John, well, could be. John O'Ben and Sharon. John O'Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Uh, do you know? We're off, here, we're off here for a couple of minutes there. Well, let's well, no, say 20 seconds. Okay, 20 seconds. I was in the kitchen, and I, I didn't push a button, obviously. I was in the kitchen, and I said to Sharon, remind me to push the button. Oh, it's Sharon's button now, is it? No, he goes to me, remind me to push the studio switch button when, I get, when we go back. And as a joke, I go, nah. And I walked off, and I actually did Well, you didn't remind him, so there you go. Anyway, it's my fault. I just like having people to blame. It's my fault that Jono couldn't do his job. Anyway, over the weekend, a text you may have received. Uh, it was about 5am Sunday morning I got this text. I don't know what time you got yours. What were you doing awake? Just living life, man. <laughs> living life to the max. So who's texting me? Yeah. yeah. No, I just stay awake Up all to? night just waiting for a text. <laughs> no sleep for me. <laughs> Why do you stay awake so long waiting for a text that you don't reply to? Oh, jeez. Are you having a go that I don't reply to your text? Yeah. You know what I'm having a go at? That time you forgot me to push that button. Tell him to push that button. <laughs> anyway. Push each other's that's buttons. Good, that's good. Uh, okay, so the text of the weekend said, uh, my name is Satoru Ochia from Japan. I have a business proposal of 20 million US dollars. If interest, reply to my email at the email address of Hotmail uh, with, the, with the details. Oh, I love he's still using a Hotmail. Love that's it. That's cute. That's legit. That's a legit text. And I have, I have interest. Yeah, I, I, if, I if You didn't actually email back. Do no, you, well, how much interest did you have? If a, a lot of interest. Did anyone reply back to this? Because this is obviously a scam. Yeah, because I, I cast his net very wide because well, a lot of people got this. Text. Well, let's say you get your best business deal done so by group texting a whole country, <laughs> no. seeing who comes back. Well, I didn't get it, which makes me feel very sad. But um, are you interested? I am interested, which is quite... Because I saw Andrew Mulligan when Crowd Goes Wild. He was uh, tweeting about it, and Spark was texting back saying, it is a scam, don't do not reply it, yeah. don't click on it, like oh, all shit. these things. It's like, of course it's a scam. No, but some people will see it and think it's a real thing, like old old people that don't understand the scams. And go, I'd like a piece of $20 million. Who Cheapskates like Ben. Okay, well, so I liked it. it, it you know, it, my, my ears pricked up when I read it. Okay. <laughs> oh, the years. Did anyone actually reply to the email on this? Uh, you can text to 3343. Did you reply to uh, Secretary's email? Um, and uh, if you did, what did he say back? What's the business? What are we investing in? How are we getting 20 million US? Sounds like a solid invest- investment to me. Yeah. Renee, you replied to Satoru. What happened? Hi, so I put in a business inquiry. <laughs> And they said that it was like an investment thing. So you put your own money in and then you turn over. So they were asked me like, oh, so what? They asked me what I could invest into it. And I was like, oh, if I'm making 20 million out of it, I could probably put in about a quarter of a million. Would that get me far? And he's like, oh, that would make you um, 16 million in six months with um, a couple hundred thousand each week or something. It sounds wow. so legit. It sounds legit. Sounds sounds so, you know, so he's like, all I have to do is give him a credit card details. And I thought, you know, that's easy, sweet, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me no, you didn't no, do that, Renee. 
Renee, no, you did I stand, Of course not. I'm oh, not $250,000 to start with. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Of course. Take all my details. Here's the three-digit pin on the back as well. Has I hope to make 20 out of it. Has he kept rep- replying to you now ever since that you've shown a little bit of interest or has he given up? He emailed me three times after my last email asking me for my credit card details or um, an account that it can be debited from. Have you, have you got his phone number? Should we call him next? He doesn't give out his phone number. He's He was trying to give me some 0800 number to somebody in somewhere where they speak some language and talk to his account. <laughs> somebody somewhere where they speak some language. Some some weird country. Like He gave me like a weird country name and he's like, oh, speak to the accounts team here. Wow. Oh, oh, well, have you got that number? So I've got the same number as the people that do the online ones where like, oh, you put in 200000 so and you get that back. What's the phone number? Do you have it so that we can call them? Um, I can get it. Okay, well, yeah. right, let's call them next. Let's call them. Let's call, let's follow this up. This is like bloody investigative journalism. Oh, look Ooh. at me. Okay. Hello, my name's Duncan Garner. What's your name? Jono. What's your name? I thought we were going to be investig- Gata talking like Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to be an investigative journalist. Okay, Renee, stay there. We're going to call them next. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Something hot here. You may have received a spam text over the weekend uh, from a guy in Japan offering 20 million US dollars. Just got to email him back on his um, authentic Hotmail email. What a nice guy. Just like giving um, people these opportunities. Everyone I knew got that text. You didn't get it, Sharon. No, I didn't get it, which was, makes me feel very left out, but whatever. So I, I'm not going to just, you know, put my hand up to be scammed. It's probably a good thing. Well, he obviously knows you've got no money to invest. That's true. That's true. Renee, That's true. Renee actually, uh, Renee, you responded to uh, to the text. You sent him an email. Yeah, so I sent him the email and he replied saying that it was an investment. All I had to do was um, invest a small amount of money or a large amount. I offered 250k, which I don't have, and he said, just give me your credit card details and I'll take it from there. I love it when, you, uh, when you're like, which I don't have. <laughs> Do you know Renee? Yeah. A couple of years ago, Dan, our producer, and me, we went on a bit of a mission to uh, Las Vegas. Uh, Sexcation. Yeah, it was. We actually didn't. We ended up getting married down over there in a, in a hotel room by Elvis Presley. That aside, actually, our initial uh, mission to get over there was following up a scam email, Ooh. which would, was going to give us nine hundred US dollars <gasps> if we went over there and attended a um, like a presentation. Oh la la! So we went to these this weird sort of back block industrial area in Las Vegas, and it turned out to be like a real estate investment seminar, which we sat through. For Four hours of wow, and have a listen. We got the money. We got, we the, got money. the money. Got yes. The money. Woo. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for coming. No, I'm no. so glad. And thanks for that four-hour presentation that you just Absolutely. gave me. I yeah. tell you what, Absolutely. it was so much fun. I could do it again. But thank you so much for the money. You're welcome. And we will be in touch about the potential I hope you investment. Great things with that money. We will. This is going to fund the next twenty years of New Zealand. <laughs> Sharon's signaling, signaling to me, like the drinking thing, like, are you drunk during that? During that? No, mate, no. I was, I was over there on a work mission. He was definitely drunk, eh? Definitely drunk. You definitely were drunk. Anyway, Renee, on to your issue. <laughs> Renee, we're going to phone... So you uh, you email back this uh, this guy, and we, we've got a phone number, so we're going to call them right now, okay? Do you want to lead the conversation, Renee, or do you want us to come in? I can lead you lead it. Okay. okay, here we go. Renee's got it. Good luck, Renee. Hi, this is Ramit Sethi. Thanks for calling the I Will Teach You To Be Rich customer service line. Now, if you're looking to be coddled by your grandma, you've come to the wrong place. 
But if you need help with anything support related, any billing questions. Have you, have you come to be cuddled by your grandma or nice? Press one. I did, but I don't remember. Else, press Damn. two. Here we go. All right. I can try to help you with that. Please let me know the exact reason for your call. And if you'd like a call back, please leave your phone number, a good time to call, and the time zone. Thanks very much. I'm going to leave our phone number. Hi. I didn't want to be cuddled by my grandma, but I do want to get rich. Please call me back. I'm in New Zealand. Thank you. We're going to get rich, Renee. I can feel it. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. We're going to do it. We have to go halves. Okay, we will go Ten halves. Ten mil each, baby. Ten we'll mil each. Halves. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nobody else ring that number. <laughs> no, it's ours. This is our, that's our 20 mil, guys. It's ours. It's ours. And next week on The Edge, Johnny Ben and Sharon giving away 10 million US. Yeah. A million a day for two weeks. Uh, Coming does, soon. Why does Renee win every day? Imagine if it is yeah. legit. And we're the only people that call this number. I don't think that's going to happen. But good on you, Ben. Just, it might be. Love your positivity, so mate. So cute when you're stupid, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, thank you so much for your help, babe. I will let you know if we have any uh, progress. Okay, cool. Just stay there. We'll oh, yeah, get your sure, details. Sure. Wait if he rings back and says we've got 20 mil, we will definitely be telling John O'Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Well, guys, I've had a bad weekend. Very bad, in fact. I was supposed to do a life-changing moment of a gender reveal cake on the weekend, and I stuffed it up. Oh, Sharon's, uh, Sharon's pregnant. <laughs> Why do you just say it like that? that? Well, back in the day, you'd whisper about people when they were pregnant, weren't they? Like, She's pregnant. A, are you slut-shaming Sharon? You slut-shaming me. She doesn't know who the father is. I, just, I, I don't want to delve into whose baby it is, whose it is. We'll do a DNA test next year on the radio. We'll make a whole week out of okay, it. Okay, that sounds like a great idea. Okay, what was your... You've been so, to a gender reveal. So this is where you cut into the cake, and if it's blue for a boy and pink, pink for, for a girl. Pink for a girl, yeah. yes. Why don't you just do it like, here's the gender reveal, and you have like a... A salami-shaped cake, or you have like a <laughs> vafufu-shaped cake. Because it's kind of you like cut into the cake. So I was like, I didn't want anyone else to find out before I could tell them with the cake. So I made the cake myself. It's the best way to deliver news via cake, isn't it? <sighs> yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't do a good job though. So we had like friends round. We're about to do the big gender reveal. They're all real excited. Bryce and I are like, oh, let's cut into the cake because Bryce, like Bryce and I, hadn't told anyone. And then we, like, cut the cake and then we, like, pull the cake up. We're like, ooh, what colour is it? And I'd stuffed out the food colouring and instead of it being um, blue, it had come out purple, which was very confusing because people were like, is it pink? Is it blue? (laughs) What is it? What what is going on here? Not only have I made a cake that looks like an absolute disaster, but I've also made a gender reveal cake that reveals nothing about the gender whatsoever. What, what is the gender? I'm hanging on my edge. Well, the gender was a boy. Oh, well done. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, it took three times to find it because it's taking after Bryce, but we found out and now we know. But we, we had to then just tell our friends because I couldn't even make a gender reveal cake. Oh, what sort of mum are you? All mums... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? what sort of, all mums need to be able to bake cakes. All right. First what is this, the mum. 1950s? Yeah, jeez. <laughs> hey, my mum could bake a cake. My dad couldn't. Yeah, well, okay. Okay. Whoa, well, I am new to this parenting stuff and I am not a baker. Yeah, we'll get good at it, mate. Well, no, excuse hey, me. How long, this offensive? How long have you been a parent for now? Yeah, like how many cakes have you made? None. So well, you're, you're, you're being, no, you've been no. a parent now for what? <laughs> Seven years and you've never made one cake. I've never made a cake in my life. Have you ever made a cake? Cupcakes. What? They don't count. They give you've cupcakes never, don't you've count. never made a birthday cake for your kids. Because like my, I've helped decorate them, but I've never made one. No. My no. brother-in-law 
made this like amazing Almo cake for my niece for her birthday last year. He makes their cakes every year. It's not just a mum job these days. It's 2017. Oh, no, it's 2017. Guys can be good at baking too. Guys can be good at cooking too. Yeah. But all mums need to be good at if my son would like a scone, I will make him a scone. But I can't make a birthday cake. I'm not that talented. Oh, happy birthday, son. Here's your birthday scone. Yeah. <laughs> if you knew how the good, kids will love that. If you knew how good my scones were, you'd be like, that's a great, what that's a great gift. It? Lemonade so, cheese. Say it was lemonade and cheese. That's my specialty, lemonade cheese. Remind me never go to your kid's birthday party. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but I think that you guys definitely should have at least made one birthday cake by now. No, I've paid for many. Well, it doesn't matter if you pay. So at least, does that count? I'm swiping the earphones okay. for a minute. Well, I just feel like you know, I'm going to think about this. I'm going to give me some time, and I'm going to come up with a. I'm going to come up with an idea that is going to make you a better father and bring you into the 2017 world. Why are we going to listen to a lady who couldn't even bake her gender cake properly? <laughs> because well, maybe it's something we can all learn together. The only experience I have with baking is uh, Jen's dog, uh, my partner's dog. He ate their whole Christmas cake. The dog couldn't move for four and a half weeks. Just sitting on his back with his legs in the air. Just full of Christmas. He was like a rock solid Christmas. You'd touch his stomach. It was like rock. Just full of Christmas cake. Actually, I know the dog you're talking about. And it's Henry. A, yeah, it never really moved very much any time I saw it. Was yeah, that, that cake 20 kgs, the of, 20 kgs of Christmas cake inside of him? Jammed inside of John O'Ben and Sharon. The Edge. This is John O'Ben and Sharon's Group Therapy. Welcome along to Group Therapy, everybody. Now, uh, How have you been working on the things I left you to work on <laughs> since last week? Do you find your relationships stronger? <laughs> Are you communicating better? Well, Group Therapy... Help the sexual side of things. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, uh, group Therapy is where you can write into us with your problems in your life, and as a group, we'll all try and hash it out for you anonymously. Yeah, if you want to send it... Well, you actually get quite a few uh, messages for mm. this. Just jump on the John and Ben and Sharon Facebook page if you've got something that you'd like to be aired for group therapy. You don't have to come on here uh, and you don't have to be named. Or you can email it to theedge at theedge.co.nz. Now, here is today's letter. I am 25 years old and I've been dating a guy for four months now. When we see each other, he always comes to my house, but he never stays the night and I have never, ever been to his house. He hasn't even invited me. Do you think that's weird? Thanks, unknown. He likes to play an away game, does he? <laughs> no home games. No home games. No home games. Which is good. That's a smart play. You never want never want to let them into your territory, do you? Well, that's kind of what it sounds like. It sounds like maybe <laughs> maybe he's got know. a missus at home and he's... That's what I think. I read this this morning when you put it in the sheet, Sharon, and I assumed that he's leading a double life. He's got another life. If he's not staying the night, not letting her come over to his house, mm. what else? We, maybe he's embarrassed other? about his place. I'm thinking maybe he still lives with his parents. That, that could be an option. Because you wouldn't even, you A, wouldn't want to tell someone that you were still living with mum and dad, and B, you wouldn't be, wouldn't. Like I said a couple of weeks ago, let's back. give Kevin Hart the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, look, and we boy, did that. was I not right. Because I, like, my last boyfriend still lived with his parents, and there's nothing more awkward than, like, going out and then you stay at their house, and in the morning you can hear they're like, Family having breakfast and stuff, and having to walk out and do the walk of shame past some kids and some parents. My mate's mum would always come in the next morning, like if he brought anyone home from a night out, and uh, come on with breakfast. That's <laughs> weird. And he was like, it used to freak them out. They were gone. They were gone in ten minutes. Oh, you would be. Okay, so oh eight hundred the edge will text us to three three four three. Do you think this guy has got another girlfriend and he's cheating? Yes. Or do you think it's totally fine what he's doing? It's a little odd. I reckon it's majorly. But odd. I'm gonna go. I thought you someone's believe in him. Yeah, let's believe in him. Let's get some. Let's Fine. get an early cab off the rank here. What What are they saying on 0800 the edge at the, the early stages of group therapy? What do you think, buddy? Um, 
I think that that, that guy is definitely cheating. Yes. And um, most chicks would have caught on within a month. Oh, so, okay. Well, she has been giving it three months. She's a little slow on that one. Okay, you so that's, this, that's the first, first call. You know what she's got to do? Follow him home. And see where he goes, mm. and see who's there. Oh, Track and trace. Okay, oh, and her at the edge. Jump in for group therapy. Has something like this happened to you? Have you got previous experience? Oh, what a double life, maybe. Oh, eight hundred. The edge. You'll text us to three three four three. We've got our very first celebrity guest for group therapy. Rob Lamoto, host of Police Ten Seven. Wow. Has a background in detective skills. Welcome to the show, Rob. Hey, hey, thanks for having me back, guys. I thought, you, I thought there was a little bit of love lost there. Haven't spoken to you for a while since we're on opposing channels. I know, oh, we're, yeah. on a, listen, we're on at the same time as Police Team 7, John O'Benis, yeah. and you constantly yeah. kick our ass Just in the ratings. Back, look, look, I promise I wasn't going to take your 15 viewers off you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Give us at least 13 uh, back, right? <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what do you think about this situation? Do you think this guy's a dirty cheater? Do you think it's weird? What's your thoughts? You're a detective. Hey, look, man. I can tell you now that I went to police college pretty young, so all I wanted to do was drive cars and play with the firearms. So when they talked about body language and, and trusting the unspoken language, I kind of missed it. But obviously, two years on the street, you soon learn there's something dodgy going on there. You really? Man, heck yeah. If you get a bad vibe, you got to follow that. Just like when they said to John and Ben, do you want to go 7.30 on TV3? <laughs> you tell me those boys didn't get a bad vibe straight away. <laughs> That's too good, good, Rob. Too good. good. Thank you so much. Look forward to watching you on Police 10-7 this Thursday. Oh, oh, I mean, no, sorry, I'll miss it because I'll be definitely watching John and Ben on 3. Mate, would you, would you stop arresting people and pixelating faces and having such good ratings, Rob? <laughs> Hey, look what you guys could do with some pixelation just quietly. That's true, that's true, that's true. That's Thank you problem. so much, Rob. Good on you, Rob. So that's interesting coming from a detective, but let's get a lady's point of view as well. Christina, what do you think for today's group therapy? Uh, uh, she, he definitely has a missus. You think so? So you don't think he's living with parents or anything? You think it's definitely another girlfriend? Definitely, because if he was living with his parents, why would he not stay the night? Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Okay, I think that we, I think that it's really been sold this afternoon. 100% of people think that this guy has got another girlfriend and that he's cheating and she needs to gap it ASAP. Where there's smoke, there's fire, isn't there? Always. Yeah, hey, Chris. Needs to get. Hey, Christina, thanks so much for calling through for group therapy today. We're going to hook you up with the Edge Must Have this week, which is a CoverGirl prize pack. It's got the new CoverGirl Outlast all-day concealer and pressed plat powder in there so you can erase all the appearance of dark circles and blemishes. Oh, cool, thank you so much. Well, no good worries, on you, mate. Good on. Not, not oh, yeah. saying you need that, Christina, because you've got a wonderful face. <laughs> <laughs> Blemish-free face, I heard Christina had. <laughs> Oh, oh, she's, oh, you're offended her, mate. She hung up on you. She hung up on you. Oh, no, you still there, Christina? I'm <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Good. She's uh, yeah, sorry. I love your, love your blemish-free face, Christina. You keep it. You okay, keep stop it. hitting on her, mate. She's no, just here for group therapy. For, I'm fishing for a compliment. Christina's going to write in for group therapy next week and be like, I got hit on by uh, John O'Brien. <laughs> Why don't you just say, I've got a blemish-free face, Christina, and we can get on with things? Because she's not here to lie. You don't lie in therapy. If you would like to submit a letter for group therapy, you can email us anytime at the edge. The Edge at theedge.co.nz. John O'Ban and Sharon. The Edge.
Family Feud music, all-star family feud tonight. And it's seven days taking on the John Owen Ben team. Jeremy Corbett joins us in the studio. I feel like I'm in enemy territory and that uh, just goes to show that I am, isn't it? Let's have him in but not turn his mic on. Yeah, Interesting. pretty much, pretty let's, much. Let's have a few gags with him, shall we? Yeah, yeah. Just trying to get inside your head ahead of tonight's yeah. game that was filmed months ago. Yeah. <laughs> there seemed to be a lot of smack talk that went down between uh, your two telly down. shows. Uh, what, Still happening. Sharon. Did you own them in the end? Because it looked like Jono had nothing when it came back to you. We're not giving anything away. Let's just say Seven Days is a team. Yep. Seven Days is a team. We made the name Seven Days so yep. that everyone who comes on the show is all comes under that banner. Yep. Right. Whereas Jono and Ben's more like it's about us. Yeah. Isn't it? You know? yes. So I'm there's only two they of them. They had other people yeah. on the team. They yeah. got another two people on there. They barely remember their names. Oh. It was embarrassing during the intros. <laughs> Jeremy, you've been on Seven Days mm-hmm. for well over 100 episodes. You've never, yes. missed, never missed an episode. One. Oh, did you? I missed one last year and Rove stepped in. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that's right. And people said to me, they said, why did you let Rove do it? He was so good, naturally. And I oh. said, because. Rove's not going to up sticks from Australia and come and host this two-bit show. You're always thinking a head call, but Whereas if you let a local lad or laddies do it and they're good, then they might, you know, take the... You know, you've been in the business long enough, you never leave your chair empty, right? That's why we called our show Jono and Ben. (laughs) It's very hard to get replaced. (laughs) Ben Hurley's an option. Yeah, well, (laughs) could have picked some more exotic names, but yeah. yeah. the Jonos. You guys have the um, the act party leader. What's his name? David, David Seymour. Seymour. Seymour, yeah. Man, he seems like a cool guy. People at the, on the election specials were like vaping behind oh. him. It was great. But you guys went to town on him. Was that because uh, he'd written an article saying how you guys didn't deserve NZ on Air funding or what was the deal there? Uh, no, well, actually, I think everyone was kind of prepared to give him the benefit of the, of the doubt. Like the act party had tweeted that they would stop the corporate welfare that keeps seven days going. Um, and so it's not often a political party directly targets your reasonably small kind of income. To, yeah. yeah. And you're going, wow, that hurt. But we thought we'd give him the benefit of the doubt, but he came out uh, He came out swinging, and so everyone swung back. Politicians must be used to that, though, wouldn't they? You oh, know? I don't know. You'd was... have to have thick skin, wouldn't yeah. you? You would. But I, <laughs> this I still... guy needed to have a thick skin and then, like, four jackets of skin. It was the... There was a little bit in his eyes toward the end, a little bit like... <laughs> Please make it stop, we're back, in the, we're back in the playground, and I felt a little bit of guilt. But he can a... hold his own, too. Oh, he, you know? did... he was given as good as he was getting. He, he was firing it back, and I was like, oh, God, like, if you if you get a good burn on them, you're going to get an even worse burn back. He just he just kept bouncing back. He was like a rubber ball. It wasn't a fair fight. Hey, Jeremy, i uh, got Jeremy Corbett with us. Uh, we're doing Family Feud tonight. Uh, yep. Ben and myself uh, taking on the Seven Days team. It's become, like, a well-known local derby, hasn't it? it has. Seven Days v. John and Ben on Family it. Feud. Yeah. And this time, our secret, our secret weapon is to not bring Guy Williams along. Yeah. The one <laughs> person that has a university degree. Well, no, that hey, sounded like a smart choice. Doesn't pay off for us. Find out tonight. But, Jeremy, you're okay to stick around? We want to play a yep. little game with you next. For sure. John O'Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Back with Jeremy Corbett tonight. Uh, Family Feud special uh, seven days uh, taking on John O'Ben. Hang on. We're going to play a game with Jeremy Corbett, but wasn't the last game we played with Jeremy Corbett when uh, he came in with Ben and you ended up with, one of you ended up with your nipple oh, pierced? That was oh, a yeah. breakfast show. I'm not doing that one. No, no, we're not doing that one. No, we're not doing that one. You had to sing Lord, I think, I think while I they were giving you a piercing. I got a, a nipple piercing. I guess came, we came in to plug our shows, right? John and yes. Ben, seven days. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm getting a nipple piercing. I got my undies wedged by New Zealand strongman and something else. And I got some waxing or something as well. And like, Jeremy just laughed. 
<laughs> I, well, no, I just sat there reminiscing about the, the good old days of radio when we sort of just played music. Was, <laughs> this well, is a wow. Have we this got come a from? game for you today, yeah. Jeremy? Okay, as long as You're I like, keep my clothes get on. Get your nipple out, Jeremy. Okay. <laughs> no, we're going to get you to marry a stranger. <laughs> awesome. And while you're marrying the stranger, uh-huh. we're going to give you a Prince Albert present. <laughs> Jeremy. It's going to be great. You're from Palmerston North. You're Uh-oh. on Family Feud tonight. Yes. We're going to play your very own Family Feud. Oh, hey! what? We yeah. have got your family members on the phone. No. We do. And they're going to bring up uh, feuds, and you have to decide which of your family members <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, quite this excited to sweat. <laughs> Just, I grew up with three brothers. There are four of us boys, and uh, no quarter is given. So I okay. might be in trouble here. Okay. okay. We're going to go We're gonna to, to your first family member mm-hmm. who's, uh, who's going to explain the feud. Take it away with the feud. Oh, yeah, good day. Uh, this is uh, about a feud uh, a feud that happened with a captain's card car, actually, in a certain hallway. Whatever. Is that enough for you, mate? Or? Yeah, I got it. Okay, this, I don't have this it. is very cryptic. I need some more information. Which family member do we have on the phone? Oh, that's my older brother, Greg. Yeah, yeah of course. What was, it, what was the feud over, Greg? When we were quite a bit younger, we were playing uh, Zooms. We used to play Zooms in the, in the, with our toy cars. And uh, cool. one time Jeremy had this very flash Captain Scarlet car. It was good. And no one would play Zooms with him, so he threw it on the ground and it broke into a million bits. Oh. <laughs> I'll play Aww. Zooms with you, Jeremy. Thank you. And who's playing Zooms with you now, Jeremy? Still nobody. Aww. I've learned to control my temper a bit more. Wow. Thank oh, you. that was... Oh, I remember Thank trying you. to piece that car together and my, and my mum trying to do her best, but just knowing, oh, it's gone. Oh, thank you thank so you much, Greg. Greg. Yeah, Greg. Okay. That was cool. I haven't spoken to him for about 40 years. So <laughs> Let's go to your next family member. Oh, boy. Corbett, family member number two, can you please reveal your feud? My feud with my brother Jeremy was he he really hates having creases in his sheets. <laughs> creases in his sheets? Yeah. So he would he would go to bed and, and if the creases if there were any creases he'd get out of bed and he'd, he'd, he'd smooth them over. So you're no longer my brother. Aww. He's like the princess and the pea. Do you know who, which family member this is? You had That's a Nigel, of course. Oh, yeah. Nigel, come on. Explain the creases, Nigel. Well, he used to he used to hate creases, and so whenever he nip off to the bathroom just before bedtime. Uh, we'd go and we'd just put a little tiny little crease in his head. <laughs> and he'd Crinkles. Come in and he'd, yeah, look, he'd lie down and then he'd get up again and he'd smooth it out. I would, I'd have to oh smooth it out. Oh my gosh, what a the invention, the invention of the fitted sheet was a major, <laughs> major bit of progress in my life because that yeah. gets rid of all the crinkles. Oh. I couldn't sleep with the crinkles there. I wasn't, I wasn't good with it. I hope you Thanks for telling everyone, Nigel. Sounds like you were a little bitch when you were younger. <laughs> talking to you, Nigel. Definitely not talking to you, Nigel. Oh. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you very much for coming in. Jeremy oh. Corbett. Thank yeah. you. So much. I'm glad you didn't get to number number three, brother. Because <laughs> <laughs> we actually get on, so that'd be really scary oh, okay. if he had a feud. For you. Tonight, uh, 7.30 on three, it's an all-star family feud. The seven days team taking on the John and Ben team. Uh, we'll see you on the uh, family feud. What is it? Court? Sit. I suppose. Sit. Yeah. Yeah. Stage. Stage. Yeah, yeah, we'll see you tonight, Jeremy. Yeah, man, it's great hearing from my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. The Edge.